Dougie Fresh 2012. Yeah. We back up in this. Y'all already know. Cause I am the baddest of them all. If you ain't about money, then I don't mess with y'all. Y'all think I don't get girls, cause I ain't very tall. If she see my stacks, I bet you that she calls. You know that I am the baddest. What's up, Joes? And welcome to episode 100 and... What are we, three? 103 of the Average Joes <laughs> MMA show. Four. Sure, four. See, I'm fucking up already. Pretty sure it's four, just because I was... Yeah, because I put two... Yeah, because I put 203 last week. Does it still say 203? Yeah, I, I couldn't edit it. I don't think you can edit it once it's up on SoundCloud. No, you can't. You, you can do it on Podme. Oh, I'm not sure. I didn't even try. <laughs> I was just like, fuck it. Podme you. I was like, ah, fuck it. I fucked up. <laughs> God damn. Oh, you can edit it. Holy shit. Shit in the lungs over here. Ah, I, forgot to stop the, I, forgot, I forgot to stop the intro. I was just letting it play. Just was it playing over us? Yeah. Well, in the background, I turned it down, but it was right. still going. <laughs> I fucking live on the air. I just fixed that shit. And yeah. now it now says 103. So congrats on that. You're uh, you're going to do a show with Is it Froggy Fresh? Yeah. Yeah, Froggy Fresh. Um the uh the guy that I played the intro for discovered uh Yesterday, well, Sunday, we got announced today that I'm gonna gonna open up for him when he comes to Grand Rapids. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a fun show. It'll be yep. fun. I mean, the dude's, you know, he's like a YouTube rapper and got famous for being. He's a funny rapper and comedic rapper, so it should be an interesting show. But I know a ton of people that are super hyped about it. So exposure, right? I mean, I'll take it. Shit, I'll take it. I'll open for whoever. I don't give a fuck. Dude, imagine if that one person sees you and be like, I need to get that guy on my label. I don't know if you want to be on a record label, though. Hey, if the money's right, what? I mean, probably, I w- I w- you know, not like a commercial record label, but like a bigger, I would love to be on like a bigger indie label, like a Rhyme Sayers or um, a Def Jix isn't a, re- a label anymore, but like one of those, one of those really good underground hip hop labels. But I wouldn't want to sign to like a major, major and just get fucked and owe a bunch of money and I've seen too much shit i've watched way too many behind the musics man yeah yeah i don't even know how that works anymore <laughs> it's all that fucking spotify shit and you get YouTube fucked downloads and you get fucked reviews. that's how it yeah. works yeah that, that's exactly how it works that's why I'm... so what have you been up to jeff shit man did a uh, Sunday session with Ryan that I just uploaded today because I forgot to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was wondering. I'm like, oh, I guess these guys, because uh, Ryan had mentioned it, and I'm, I looked for it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I upload. I forgot to upload it last night. I had it all ready to go Sunday, and then I had to run out the door to go do family shit, and because um, I was supposed to do nothing, but I was wrong. And uh, <laughs> so... I forgot about it when I got home, and then uh, yesterday I got home from work and decided to start watching Game of Thrones from the beginning. Nice. I actually just got a little bit further into where I was, so 
I hadn't seen it till my brother went to Canada in August and came back with all seven seasons on his hard drive. And I took them from him when he got back in the beginning of October because he went the end of August. So beginning of September. He, uh, he got back with that shit, <coughs> took it from him, and I've been watching it since. But I, I did season one through six pretty quick, and I got like to episode nine in season six. But then I'm like, I, th- I, th- I thought my nephews would like it, and I had run out of movies and shit to show them that I, that I really wanted to show them. So I'm like, you know what? I think they'll like Game of Thrones. So I'm like, do you guys want to watch Game of Thrones? And I throw it on from the beginning. So I've seen season one through six, episode nine two times and now i got to se- uh season seven episode shit i'm on three i haven't seen nice three yet. nice yeah so that, that fucking series is awesome i've uh i haven't watched the first season like the first few seasons i haven't watched them all all the way through in a while like i had seen one two and three i got caught or i got into it just before season four started binge watched one two and three and then caught up and went from four on where everything shuts down when Game of Thrones starts. <laughs> when I, when I, the I just new didn't, ones. yeah, I just didn't, uh, I didn't get into it because, like, you said you got into it like season four. I just didn't want to jump into season four and miss one through three. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just wait till maybe one day I'll fucking I'll have all the seasons on my hard drive somehow. Boom. I got them somehow. Well, when that I'm happened, on. Like when I got into it, it was because I had just got we I moved here and we got cable, and uh, we had gotten HBO for free for like I don't know six months or something like that. So I had HBO on demand, and all the seasons were on HBO on demand. Mm, so nice. I was like, "Oh shit! Here's my opportunity to get caught up." Yeah. And I started watching on like a Saturday, and I finished season one in like two days. <laughs> but I haven't watched it in probably like two years. I tried. God damn! See, like for me, I'm barely getting into what they just released back in July. I it's from September forward. I've seen it like two times. Yeah, but like to me, it it all ran through all fucking all fast on one. All in one go. I don't have to wait for shit. That's why I tell my nephews, I'm like, you guys should be thankful. You guys don't have to wait for shit. People had to wait Sunday, 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 and then had to wait like a year, year and a half for another season to come out. I'm like, you guys are getting everything all at once. Right. We don't get the last season for till 2019 now. Yeah, they're bitching about that. I'm like, dude, come on. I'm like, I gave you one through seven. What do you want me to do? Can't speed it up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll have eight soon, and then you're going to have to wait another year. Yeah. They're only doing eight, right? Well, no, they they're they're done with eight. Eight was last season, I think, or was no last season was seven. Was it seven? Yeah. So then they're only doing eight. I thought they were. I don't know. I'm high. <laughs> I, fucking, I don't know how many seasons there are. There's a shitload of them. It's a good series, though. It's a it, really good series. It is. It is a really good series. It uh, it took me like I don't watch a lot of TV. Like I watch, I watch shit that I've, I've, like on Hulu and stuff that I've already watched. Like I watch a shitload of Seinfeld, like shows that I, I love. I, I do that, but like, I get into one, like especially dramas like that. I get into one series and then, like I really don't watch anything else. Yeah, 
Like I, I love The Simpsons. I don't know if you love The Simpsons. I grew up on The Simpsons. I don't watch yeah. it. I don't watch it as much anymore. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I have seasons uh, one through fourteen on my hard drive too. Yep, I'll, those are. I'll always keep those with me. That's the good shit. Um, yeah. I've got King of the Hill on my hard drive. Like that's. I think I, I might have King of the Hill as well. I just. I, I saw it all the way through. Was it on Fox? That I just yep. think I have it because I know it's good. I just don't remember going to it on my hard drive. I know I have Futurama. I have um, Sammy, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, shit like that. I never got into Futurama. I tried. No? Like I, I watched it. I watched it sporadically, but it's not something I got super into. But I liked it. I just it just wasn't it never caught my attention enough. But like, I started with like Sopranos. And then never seen the Sopranos. What? Never seen them, bro. I hear I gotta see them, but I've never seen it. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Sopranos, there like so many good shows would have never happened. Yeah, and I, I, I think I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, cancel Showtime and get HBO, and I think it'll have it on there because it, 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 it does. That's past shit, but it's because I have Sling. Oh, where <laughs> Sling where? has like an on-demand section. Yep. Where I can just go and like choose shit that they have there. And, and really, if you really want to go back for even before The Sopranos, if it wasn't for Oz, there wouldn't be shows like The Sopranos and stuff on HBO because like that was their first really big hit drama and like that. Oz is some crazy shit. Jail shit, right? Yeah, prison. This is some jail shit, motherfucker. Yeah. A lot of fucked up shit. A lot of fucked up shit. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> but, uh, nah, dude, you, you, you definitely need to watch The Sopranos. You watch Dexter? A little bit. I never got into it fully, never finished it. I liked the first season, and then I kind of just lost interest in it. But it's, it's, it's like I say, like shows like that, I can, I only can really dedicate myself to one. Like it went the Sopranos, and then I got into the Shield. Yeah, I always get into shit late just because I don't like doing the whole group thing. I got into it pretty late. The only show, like I didn't start watching the Sopranos until I got into it, like season four or five. I think I bought like some DVD, the DVD sets and and got into it like that. The Shield I found late and then got caught up on and watched like the last Still two seasons. Seen the Shield. It's a good just- show too. Just binged uh, <laughs> Daredevil like in the past two weeks. Yeah, we talked about uh, that. Finished that up. I like uh, Daredevil like two days ago. It was pretty good. I just didn't like the whole lecture thing. It's kind of weird. I think I mentioned that. Jessica Jones is a pretty good series too. Uh, people told me not, my well, my not people. My brother told me that was the worst one not to watch, and I'm like, really? All right. Really? See, I heard uh, Iron Fist was terrible. Yeah, actually, that that one might be the worst one. He. Now that you mention it, I liked uh, Luke Cage. See, I liked Jessica Jones. I don't. That wasn't a huge hit, but I know a lot of people that liked it. it it's mm-hmm. it's kind of fucked up. It's, but I thought it was pretty cool. I watched the the one where they all unite. The defender. The defenders. Yeah, the defenders. I saw that one. I saw. I saw it all out of order though. I saw Luke Cage. I saw the the defenders, and then I went. I saw Daredevil. No, I, I first after Defenders I saw Punisher and then yeah, and then I saw Daredevil. I still gotta watch the Punisher. Oh, dude, yeah, you gotta watch that shit. It's pretty good. Yeah, unfortunately now I'm just 
binging Game of Thrones, so it'll get pushed back for a while. I was on like a Marvel movie binge. Mm-hmm. I was telling you about that. I was going yeah, through the entire yeah. mm-hmm. entire fucking cinematic universe. Well, Black Panther's coming out. Yeah, next month. Uh the sixteenth. I'm gonna I'm gonna take my nephews. I usually go with them. Yeah, I gotta. I would probably be seeing it the Thursday night, but I have a show that night. Oh yeah, you like going out, right? The yeah, we usually I usually of? go the night of for the premiere. I, I hate going to that. I just don't like the people. I don't really like the people, but I sacrifice it because mm-hmm. I want to see the movie before motherfuckers spoil it. Okay, yeah, I get that. I, I'll just wait till Sunday morning. <laughs> like I've had some shit experiences. Um, Dave and Everett and I went to see Civil War, and I had like to the down in the row in front of me to the right was the guys that brought their kids who were like two or three, maybe probably probably three or four, maybe five where they think they're whispering, but they're just whispering very loud, like talking very softly. Mm -hmm. So it's still, especially in a quiet movie theater, it's loud, but they think they're whispering. Yeah. So I had those kids talking the entire movie every time somebody came on the screen. And then the, I don't know, late teen to early 20s weirdo couple behind me who were shaking their fucking popcorn bucket right behind my ear the entire goddamn movie and talking to each other and kicking my fucking seat. So I had a really bad experience at Captain America Civil War and Mm -hmm. still really tried to enjoy it a lot, but it took away from it. But I've had, we, we go sometimes there's a, um, we have like a, a local movie theater too, that isn't like the big chain ones. And so sometimes if they get the movie, we'll go there. Because there's never a lot of people there. Yeah, no, it definitely takes away, man. They, like, these people, like, feast at the fucking movie theater now. Yeah. They can have everything and anything they want, and they're just opening fucking bags of everything and munching all day and talking. And I'm like, I'm just trying to fucking watch the movie. This is why I wait till it comes out and I watch it at home. I had I have to do it with Star Wars. I don't have to do it now, but I like taking my nephews. They like going out to the movies, so it's an experience that... I, you know, yeah, I just don't. There's too many fucking assholes that like to ruin shit, like Kobe Covington. Oh God damn it! Fuck that guy, <laughs> Cody Queefington. <laughs> so, I, I have to go see the movies premiere night, mm-hmm. or they're ruined. I get you. I get you. <laughs> Yeah, I'll so I won't be able to go see Black Panther the first night, but I'm gonna go see it probably Friday. Yeah, I'll go that Sunday. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> you better not ruin it for me. I, I don't, dude. I don't spoil it for anybody. I give fake spoilers. <laughs> I had this guy when Avengers two came out. I had this guy convinced like all these fake spoilers and stuff. What, were you just posting online or something? No, it was a guy I worked with. Oh. I was telling him at work because he, he didn't get to go see it the first night. And I was, yeah, I was, he was like, I want you to tell me what happens. 
I was like, I'm not going to spoil it for you. And so he kept bugging me to tell him. So I just gave him a bunch of fake shit. Yeah, I'm not too worried about spoilers. Like for some things, like for the Star Wars, I avoided it. And like that jerk, that that guy that jumped into the chat. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even say it for people that haven't seen it by now. But, you know, he just ruined what happened. Yeah. Or you could be like Ryan and not know you're going to ruin it and still ruin it. Yeah, right. Well, Ryan already did he ruin it on here? No. Um, just to you. I don't remember if he said it on here or not. I think he did, but yeah, he said it to me before the movie happened. <laughs> I need to go watch that again. Yeah, I've been thinking about going. I was gonna go see because I still haven't seen Thor, but that was pretty good. It leaked online <laughs> the other day. <laughs> Apple fucked up <laughs> and started like shipping out like pre-orders through Voodoo and somebody else and it hit and people downloaded it and before they could pull it you know it's up on torrent sites damn that sucks well, not for me well yeah <laughs> not for people that didn't watch it for iTunes cause I would <laughs> I would rather fucking sit at home and watch it. <clears throat> <laughs> so my guy came back in town, so now I don't have to worry. Yeah, that's what you were saying. That's what's up. Yeah. I wasn't too worried before. It's just, you know, this one's a lot more reliable and more convenient for me. So. Got to pick up some today. I got some new variety. So. It's all looking up. You know I'll bring some presents from Michigan when I come in April. What? 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 <laughs> like, oh, he's my caregiver. Not in Illinois, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but he's listening to this shit. <laughs> Keith is going to get us, bro. We're way the fuck out of Keith's jurisdiction. Yeah. Keith don't listen to this show. I wonder if he hates potheads. I wonder if he fucks with potheads all day. Do you think he tickets them or puts them in jail and shit? Probably. I thought about asking him to come on a Sunday session once. Yeah? What yeah. did you guys talk about? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to have a cop on and guy while he had to watch me. Oh, you should have done it. You should have done it. You should do it. Hit him up. Hit him up for one. Nah. I'm good. How was your Ryan Sunday session? It was fun. Just trying to check it out. I'm, I'll check it out tomorrow. Yeah, I, I just uploaded it. So, because yeah. um, I'm an idiot. But it was fun. Me and Ryan just, we talked a little bit about the card and talked a lot of bullshit. I smoked, Ryan drank. The kids were in the background having a good time. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'm gonna enjoy that one. Yeah, it was a it was a fun little chat. It's always fun to get to talk to Ryan. I was wiped. We were gonna try to do like an after the bell <coughs> Saturday night, but I was like, mm, no. It, so on Saturday these guys came by and they came like with like fancy ass joints. Like gold joints in, in cylinders? 
No, they just had like Keef around them, and they were like, they had like, uh, so it was a fat, fat like pre-roll joint. Oh, pre-roll. Yeah, and then it was uh, coated a little bit with uh, wax. Yeah, and then dusted in Keef. Yeah. And then we got high as shit. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you can get those all over the place in Michigan. Yeah, but I'm like, where the, I'm that's like, where the fuck dope. You guys get Look at shit's migrating south, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> seems like it. It needs to be legal here. It's so stupid. It's not. Talk to your fucking politicians. Don't tell me. One of my actual uh, fraternity brothers, a younger fraternity brother of mine, is running for like uh, alderman here in uh, here in my district. So I, I'm gonna vote for him. I'll tell my dad and my brother to vote for him too. Be the change, Raphael. Yeah. Be the change. Yep. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna start training my nephews this uh, this once it starts getting nice once the snow calms down here in chicago i'm just i have the park like half a block away i'm gonna start doing muay thai with them because i have uh, i have all the gear and some people seem interested like going to the park and learning muay thai so i need to get that going getting the actual fight club going the actual fighting aspect and not just the watching of the fighting aspect into the full heel uh fight club hell yeah it's gonna be awesome i'm excited Mm -hmm. i need to get on this shit i need to just start doing it Start be, stop being lazy. <laughs> Start getting the testosterone flowing. You're gonna end up kicking Jamie in the face. Yeah, dude. You threaten him enough. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, uh, he he hasn't seen me when I used to train. But when I used to train, you know, you, you want to get your shots off. So I would I'd fuck around with my uh, with my dudes, my fraternity brothers. Give them little kidney shots. Put them in their place. Let them know who's boss. But you know, it was just the testosterone. Fucking, you just. Working out all day, fucking training, in pads. Hey, 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 Just fucking throwing kicks all day. It was the best. And they get back to that. And they get back to that. People have been telling me they're like, "You should take a class, dude. You should take a class again." I'm like, "I used to." I'm like, "I used to." And then I cry. Start now, man, because it don't get any easier. Motivating yeah, yourself to yeah, do I'm, it. I'm, the I'm 29. You can get. I, need, I need to do it. After 30, it just starts going. Oh, no. <laughs> that's why you got to curve it now, bro. Yeah. That's Get what it. Tell me. Get it. This is this is 34-year-old me telling you, 29-year-old you, to do it. And I could do it because I've already done it. I could just do it at my level now, which should be – I should keep – I should keep it – I should keep it intense. should not try to fucking loosen that up. When – uh. Was I was like twenty, twenty eight, I think, twenty seven or twenty eight. Um, <clears throat> when uh, I I wrestled in a, I was coaching, and then I entered in like a anybody wrestling tournament, and ended up taking uh, taking third place. I tossed this fucking kid. What? Yeah, dude. He uh he locked up with me in like a Was it a young kid? He was like nineteen or twenty. God, how old were you? Twenty seven or twenty eight. Twenty seven. Right. Not too bad, I guess. No, it was like it was, you had to be over eighteen. Mm-hmm. And uh <clears throat> I got beat by a college a kid that wrestled in college at MCC. And uh, so I was third and fourth with this kid. 
And he came in and we got in like an over under tie. And he pushed into me and I fucking just dropped my hips and fucking threw his ass over me and pinned him. Nice. <laughs> That's my one regret from high school. I wish I would have wrestled. Yeah. I wish I would have done that. Uh, you probably could have been pretty good at it. Pretty strong. Yeah. I think I would have. Would have helped you in your jiu-jitsu a lot. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I take instruction pretty well, so I think I would have been pretty all right at it. At least learn something. And you always pick up it. You always pick it up, you know, if you just keep going. Exactly. It's just all about how hard you work. Yep. Just keep going, follow instruction, and follow through. That's it. Yep. You'll you'll be a beast. Even if you get your ass kicked there, depends. You might get out of there and you might realize that you've been training with beasts the whole time. Yeah. Like, dude, I, I look at my guys now. They're all fucking... Black belts, brown belts, purple belts. And I'm like, what the fuck? You guys are fucking crazy-ass beasts. I'm like, I wish I would have kept it going. I wish I would have fucking not been a lazy cunt. But they just kept going. They just kept kept doing it. A lot of them are doing uh, jiu-jitsu tournaments. And uh, they're actually meddling in the first place. I don't know what they did. I should have looked it up. But I just see their fucking pictures. And I'm like, god damn it. That looks like fuck, fucking fun. The two things I miss about Champagne, they had a uh, little porgies, a nice badass rib spot, and uh, the training I got down there. Hundred bucks a month, it was pretty cheap too. Fuck yeah! To train with an amateur fighting team, pretty all right. Twenty five bucks a week, that's not bad at all. Mm-mm. That's, that's and you got... super fucking cheap, <laughs> dude. It was Monday through Saturday, and then Monday was uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Tuesday was Muay Thai, MMA, and then Wednesday, I think, again, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then Thursday, again, Muay Thai, MMA, and then Friday was free day. You would just go in and do whatever you want to do, work the bag, roll around with someone, ask the instructor anything you wanted, and he would teach it to you, and then Saturday, they had another uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu class, because it was a Gracie Barra Mm. school. Ah, okay. So I, I had some pretty good instruction, not to toot my own horn, but I, I, that, that, that's one of the things I miss is the training. This year, 2018, I'm getting back at it, Jeff. Just so no one calls me out, you know, they're going to be like, yeah, you fucking loser talking MMA all day, but you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I'll choke you out. <laughs> I mean, most of the, the guys, most of the guys that talk MMA don't fucking do it. There are some that did, but the majority of us. Mm-hmm. You should come down, Jeff, more often to Chicago. I'm going to get my club going. <laughs> In the park, I'm telling you, I live half a block away from the park. I got the pads. I got the body shield. I got the headgear. Got some gloves. Yeah, man. I'll fucking, especially when the snow's gone. Yeah, but no sparring. I'm not trying to get hit by your big ass. Fuck no, I'm not trying to get kicked in the <laughs> face by you. <laughs> Just some pad work. Pop, yeah. pop, pop. Yeah. One, two, three. Just one, pad two, work. Three. Just one, two, pad three. work. Pop. Yeah. Maybe some light grappling. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe <laughs> just don't dump me on my head. That's it. That's fine. Just don't fucking throw me in an no. arm bar. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm just going to try to keep you on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean, that's a good idea. Good luck. 
my backpack here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's the weak spot right there at the back. <laughs> <laughs> what sucks is i have a top heavy game which wouldn't work with me like i would try to i would try to get on top of you and that wouldn't work against the wrestler because you would just fucking stuff my shitty takedown and then take me down it's happened before i it's uh it happened all the time i i used to go against uh the guy is a black belt now and he became the instructor there he took over the class and he's taking kramaka Dude, I used to try to take this guy down all the time. Could never get him. Because he used to take wrestling and shit. He would just stuff me all day and then boom, put me on my back. And then I would have to work my fucking game from the bottom and try to do something with him. And then I would just go against lighter guys and work my top game. Like, ah, <laughs> Yeah, that's... I was, um... I was a, a defensive wrestler for sure. Like, that was my strong... On the feet... I didn't I didn't do a lot of takedowns. I mean, I would shoot on guys that I know I could get takedowns on no problem. But <clears throat> I mostly just set people up to try to shoot on me and then uh stuff the takedown, sprawl in the cross face and try to work around for two. Yeah, it worked. Oh, wow, wrestling's super effective. Yeah. Oh yeah. Super effective, dude. It nullified me many of times. Dude, like I watched, I watched Division One now, and it's just insane to me watching some of these guys. Like even all the way up into the upper weight classes. Like it used to get, especially. I mean, heavyweights can be pretty boring, but because mm-hmm. they just stall a lot, it's just a lot of fucking top grappling and and pummeling for position and shit, and a lot of stalling. But, um. Even that's improved a lot over the last few years. Like Kyle Snyder is a goddamn animal everywhere. <clears throat> but just some of the, I don't know, just the chain chain wrestling that these kids can put together and the takedowns and the scrambles, it, it it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. And you see guys, like, it... <laughs> They're getting into positions where if it were legal, they could get fucking leg submissions and shit. <laughs> yeah, dude. To me, wrestling always just seemed a little awkward to to like pull off. You get me? Like the yeah, the pushing through a takedown and like getting on the knee and shit like that, and for like just the transitioning and like the body weight positioning. It, it just it was a little foreign to me. But you know, the all the aspects were. I think the other ones were just a little bit easier to cling on to because they had a finish. You know, it was one, two, hit the had hit the pads, pop, 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 and then you know you're you're focusing on the knockout. You're focusing on your accuracy to get a knockout, right? And then Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a submission, and then I guess wrestling would be the takedown, but it's not really a finish. But I'm, I don't know, it's really awkward. Just like I said, that well, you're trying you're... to follow through with the takedowns and the knee positioning and how to push through it and right how to where to position your head and how to counterclockwise uh, rotate when you have their leg and shit like that. Like I understand a little bit of it, but it was hard when you have a dude that was doing it all the time it's and just, that understood how to submit you. It comes with drills, like yeah. It really does. Like it just comes from years and years and years of repetition mm-hmm. of just shooting takedowns, you know, single, double leg, high crotch. I've I've probably shot th- a thousand or more of each in my life. 
easily, I'm sure. Because <laughs> that, that's just what you would do, warm-ups. Up, warm you'd get with your partner and just drill, take down. You know, even just positioning, you wouldn't even finish, okay? And into a single, and then in a high crotch. And then, like, pummeling positions and shit like that. So, it just becomes muscle memory after a while. <clears throat> and then it, it becomes more... Then you have to also think about the next move ahead while you're still trying to finish that move. Because what if you stuff the takedown and we get into a scramble... What do I do from there? It, it, I don't like know. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You do this and I do that. You do that and I do this forever. Till one of us makes a mistake. It's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Like you got to think ahead of the guy. Like, shit, I'm going to do this and he's going to do that. Yeah. So I got to think of what to do next after I bait him into doing this. It's pretty much baiting. It's like, I'm going to do this. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. <clears throat> well, I see, but, I see a lot of similarities between the two in in like in nogi especially with like the 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 stalling rules and shit like that because in a lot of gi competition you see that they just let you you know ride top position and and whatever and stall a lot where if it's under ebi rules you can't really stall he'll Mm -mm. change your position right and so you see a lot of that (laughs) <laughs> where the similarities between the two I mean it is it is it's just grappling wrestling with with submissions well yeah regular tournaments with the whole point system it's just you know a guy will look for the points and that's it he just wants the points he doesn't look for the finish yep why look for the finish when I can outpoint you in a lot easier positions than submitting you well that's what so I'm just, that's what inspired Eddie to to yeah. come up with the rules was that match with um which Gracie was it Henner at Metamorphs. I can't remember. Um, I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. It's not Hoist, though. No, it's not Hoist. It's not Henzo. It's his brother, though. Yeah, it's one of the brothers, but I can't remember which one. The one that screwed everybody out of money for Metamorphs. Hickson Gracie? Yeah, it might be. But they had that. They had a. That went to a draw. And uh, <laughs> that's what, because of the rule set there is what inspired Eddie to, to start the EBI and come up with his own rules. And I'll take it even a, a step further and make uh, combat jujitsu. Yeah, it combat, was, uh, the combat Hoy- world. It was Hoyler. We were both wrong. Okay. It was Hoyler Gracie. You beat him the first time, draw second time at Motor yep. Wars 3. Yep, he submitted him the first time, didn't he? Yep, triangle choke. Yeah. But uh, the first time, what was it? Uh, he was working the legs, wasn't it? And they, were start, they started fucking talking shit. The crowd started talking shit because at that time, leg locks were kind of looked down upon. Yeah. And he, he started bringing it in more, but more Donaher that we just heard on, uh, on Rogan. Right. Started implementing a system and shit like that. Now you have the Danaher death squad and shit. It does leg locks and looks for that stuff. But at that time, Eddie Bravo was trying to work some leg stuff and just trying to work uh, rubber guard and like unconventional stuff that at that time, the Brazilians weren't, they were like, yeah, whatever. You can't, you can't make shit up in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu 
is Brazilian. Pretty much they're kind of arrogant about it. Yeah, Eddie innovated a lot yeah. in, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But Eddie also, he took a lot of, he was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. He took a lot of stuff from his wrestling. And that's why I think. The Twister. The Twister, well, and, and some other moves. That's why I think a lot of wrestlers that go to 10th Planet are successful through 10th Planet, like Tony. Uh-huh. Um, because of that fact, because his style of jujitsu is very wrestling based. Obviously he had to learn, you know, off the back and, and because that's that's a big no no in wrestling. You you don't lay on your back even just to lay down. You're always on your stomach. Your coaches will make you do push ups for laying on your back. <laughs> that's hilarious because uh <laughs> I don't know did you hear the one with Ben Askren today? No, I so haven't ben got to listen to it. About yet. that exact same thing today, because oh. we'll probably go over it. But Lima didn't do anything about being on his back, and he's like, in wrestling, he's like, you, there's no way of getting up. He's like, we're not, we don't want our back on the floor. He's like, and in jujitsu, you're taught not to give up your back to establish your base to get up. And he's like, the only way to get up is to fucking establish your base. You got to give up your back. And he's like. In, in positions like when you're losing, you have to. You have to try to stand up and give up your back. It's really dangerous, but it is. Like it's, you were saying, in it's a struggle, man. Right? Yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle to to want to to get up or you know to try to learn guard and be successful from it. Because unless you, yeah, unless your jujitsu is that good, like you might have to give up your back. Yeah, it it, it's. I mean, it's natural for us. We, you, your back touches the mat, and you belly down, mm. belly down. Like you, you're taught it now because wrestling is is the has gotten to be as big as it is. Like they started all those youth programs. We get at a young age, you're taught now, belly down. So <laughs> you got to try to break that habit of something you've done your entire life. Yeah, that I I was barely uh, like I said I I like being on top a lot. I like using my weight and forward pressure, driving my shoulders into them, and just keeping them pinned on the floor and advancing my position so I can get a triangle choke. And if they didn't like the triangle choke position, they would give up their back, and that's how I would take their back. I never liked being on my back and doing like advancing from there. I, I my coach started making me throw up arm bars. He started making me work on that towards towards the end of my training i started working more on arm bars and triangle chokes because they were not a wrestling heavy school it's just that guy had come in with wrestling the guy that would always fucking take me out and we were in a wrestling heavy school if that was our if we had a weakness that was our weakness we had a boxing muay thai coach and then we had our brazilian jiu-jitsu coach we had two separate coaches on that team what we didn't have was like a natural uh wrestler wrestler because our our Muay Thai coach before that was like a Kempo karate guy or something like that. They both were. They both were Kempo karate guys, and then they both branched off, one into Muay Thai and boxing, and one into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Y'all couldn't get somebody from the wrestling team at U of I? I, I don't know. I don't know if they ever tried or, like, if uh, – I'm pretty sure for fighting, there's no way that the wrestling team would have let, like, a, one of their guys fight. Well, not fight, but he yeah, could come like in and train you guys. Coach, right? yeah, yeah, come in and train you guys how to wrestle. Not, not that I know. They they've now teamed with uh, with a different 
school, and uh, I'm not sure what kind of wrestling program they have there, but it's another pretty big school. So <clears throat> they're getting bigger and better, and I see a lot of training videos. But no, they never really recruited anyone from. They were they were small amateur, small amateur, fighting. Well, yeah. Well, I don't think they had the funds. Shit. Most of those guys would just come do it for a fucking place to work out. Try to cut weight. Mm. <laughs> Wrestlers are nuts. We're insane people. <laughs> like uh, I said, that wrestler that would kick my ass eventually wound up taking over the school. Wow, word. So. It's a good transition to, to talk about Saturday night's fights. Boom. Since Stipe used his wrestling to retain his title, set the record. Three defenses. Three, kind of, three defenses. You know, I'm kind of sad that now Kane's, you know, now it's over. Stipe's the greatest heavyweight of all time. He's broken the, the record. But, you know, it's it's been a while. We need, we need it. The heavyweight division has never had more than three defenses. No, somebody needed to cement themselves. Yeah. And it was always, well, is Kane better than Fedor? Uh, we kind of can tell that Stipe probably would have given Fedor a run for his money. Like, he probably could have taken him out. Fedor in his prime, though? Uh, it's tough, right? I mean... It's tough. I mean... Uh, Fedor took on fucking Krokop. And Krokop in his prime, I think, is a better version of Stipe. Maybe Where not... Where do we see him? Do we see him in the cage or do we see him in the ring? I think we see him in the cage, and I think Stipe can use the cage and hold him on there. We've never seen Fedor get with – well, we have seen Fedor with a cage, and every time Fedor has been in the cage, it hasn't looked that good. No, even, he's, even his win. He's fought in rings yeah. mostly. Yeah. I just think Stipe can utilize the cage a little bit more in that kind of dirty boxing that he was doing. Yeah. And his size, I think, would just be a little, a little bit more of a factor there. I don't think he could hold Fader on the ground, though. Fader's kind of tough. He's like a fish. That that Samba would, would come in, and mm-hmm. he's good. At... Dude, Fader's probably my favorite fighter of all time, too. He's my favorite heavyweight of all time, for sure. Yeah. He's always... Even, in... with, even with Stipe winning. Yeah. I, Stipe is the greatest UFC heavyweight of all time. Is he in the greatest heavyweight? Is he the greatest heavyweight fighter of all time? No. Is he in discussion? Is would he be on the Mount Rush, the heavyweight Mount Rushmore? Probably. He should be. I mean, Fedor, Randy, Coleman, Stipe. Because you got to knock Kane off of there, right? Because yeah. he's just a he's a version of Kane, and now he's defended it three times. He's just we don't know if he's a better version of Kane, but he has defended it three times. Because so now the discussion is: Would a healthy Kane, and like what does that mean, beat Stipe Miocic? A healthy Kane, we've seen his his output probably would have been more, like uh, strike wise, and I think his cardio. Is probably better than Stipe. Stipe laid on Francis a lot of the later rounds. He was just laying on top of him, like on uh, and for, not like Francis was doing anything either to avoid it and to stop it. But 
Miocic seemed to get tired, and Kane never really seems to get tired. And I, but the thing is, we're never going to see <laughs> except healthy at Kane sea again. level. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we're we're never going to see that. We're never going to see the the healthy Kane Above again. Sea level. I'm sorry. Yeah. At, at sea level. Wherever. We're never going to see. Yeah. He didn't. He definitely ran out of cardio in Mexico. Yeah. But and that, he's Mexican, bro. Come on. That was definitely the exception and not the rule with Kane. Is he healthy? Miocic hasn't had that problem with dude at all. No health issues. I said it Sunday. Um, I don't even think you talk about who's getting the title shot. I think you with with Stipe going to be a dad he probably wants and wants to get this contract shit figured out before he fights again mm-hmm. he's probably gonna gonna chill for a minute you gotta do Kane and uh, Verdum you, that, that's the fight that makes sense yeah what do you think about him snatching the belt from Dana White do you yeah. make anything of that kinda he was, the disrespect they've had contract issues they've had contract issues the promotion this past fight. That's what I mean. The, 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 just the blatant disrespect. <laughs> he got he got Amanda Nunes, like Ryan said. Well, both uh, Overeem and Dos Santos have been paid more than him, and he's been champion in both of those fights. I think Engano made a shitload of money. Yeah, Engano made a shitload of money. I don't know if he made a might he might made more than Miocic, but I know he did make a lot of money. But. He did snatch the belt away as Dana White was kind of going to go put it on him like he does to everybody. <laughs> he went over, snatched it, and gave it to his coach, and his coach put it on him. Yeah, Deservingly. I'm not complaining about it. That's just what he did. He just said in the press conference that, you know, those are my guys. We're a team. We're a family. But, you know, you can read into it whatever you want, obviously. It's 100% sense, dude. Oh, yeah. That he would do it because he's like, fuck you, dude. You don't believe in me. You're not paying me enough. You probably thought I was gonna lose. I was gonna lose just to justify you not paying me all this money. So, yep. So he's gonna probably chill for a minute. Fuck you, pay me. It's funny. I, I bought into the Francis uh, hype, and don't get me wrong. I still think he's gonna come. He just needs to work on those things. He works on his cardio and works a little bit of wrestling. He can come back and do some work. I don't know how old he is. I don't think Dude, he's that old. Dude, that's just it, man. Uh, so many people have just wanted to shit all over Francis Ngannou. That he's thirty-one, dude. He's imagine a year from now. That's it. He just needs to keep working and evolving as a fighter. Yeah, like I don't like who's his wrestling coach. I don't think he has like a legit, legit wrestling coach. Like he got paid a little bit of money now. Hopefully, he invests a little bit of money into. Going to a nice... Uh... Well, I'm pretty sure he trains at Extreme Couture. Okay. But I know he spends a lot of time at the UFC Performance Center. Yeah, I thought that's what he was training out of, the UFC Performance Center. He might, But I thought he was training at Extreme Couture because that's where Dewey Cooper works. And that's why he is Kevin Lee's coach. The guy with the braids. That was in Ngannou's corner. Okay. Yeah, no, his association says MMA Factory, so I don't think they've updated it at all. Well, the place where I'm looking at. 
Sure dog. <clears throat> yeah, sure dog. Yep. <laughs> you know me too well by now, Jeff. The fake news of fakenewsmma.com. <laughs> is it? Why does everyone hate on sure dog? Because they're shit. But yeah, I'm. I'm still believing in Francis. It's just he ran into. He ran into his. Um, he ran into Stefan Struve, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. He ran into the fucking champion who exposed a hole in his game and shut down the hype. Stipe is 18 and 2 and he's champion right now. Francis is 11 and 2. And who's not to say that seven fights from now he isn't champion and he hasn't defended it a couple times? That's it. Stipe's fought everybody in the heavyweight division. You know what I mean? Like he's he's fought the who's who. So um, the experience factor. He was twelve and one when he got a second loss. So he was twelve and two, and Francis is eleven and two. So it, it's not that different. It's just he might have made it to a higher level faster. Yeah, people just are so quick to shit on somebody and and whatever. Yeah, I'm still I, I'm still with Ngannou. It's just Man. let's get him some more wins. Let's fix those kinks and uh, let's get him some wrestling and some cardio. Yeah, he'll be back. These two will fight again. Mm-hmm. As long as Stipe stays as champion, you know, Ngannou they'll he'll fight again. Yeah, but he's definitely gonna have to work on his wrestling because if say Kane loses, he's probably gonna fight Kane. Kane will take his ass down all day if he doesn't get clipped. Yeah, if Kane comes back healthy and wins, yeah, Kane. That's always the thing, man, and I hate saying it. If 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 it's always the thing, if he comes back healthy, and it's always that he's tr- even Joe has said it. He's seen videos of him training really, really wrong with kettlebells and strength and conditioning, and just doing lifts in awkward positions that are going to get him hurt. And guess what? They got him hurt. We have at nauseum talked about the way the AKA trains and all the injuries and guys pulled out of fights since we started this show. You know, on the number we, we broke it down a few times, <laughs> a few times, the curse of AKA. Yeah, but this was, uh, this was pretty bad. All five rounds and Ghana looked, looked like he looked, all wobbly, he looked a little drunk out there just from the fatigue and just trying to get his grounding, like get his feet under him. He just, he was out of it. And uh, Miocic was just putting a beating on him throughout like uh, the first three rounds. The fourth, he was taken off, kind of riding his back the whole time. And uh, the fifth, I think he just took him down and Francis might have tried to get a guillotine. Not too much. Nah. There's some heavy blows landed on both ends, though. Oh, the yeah. first round was kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, and you can see it in Miocic's eye. He had a big old fucking puffy eye the next day or he, right after. He, not took, even the next he day. took some good shots and he managed to avoid some of the big shots. Yeah. And Francis only landed 33. He was winging a lot of them. Like he was, he wasn't setting shit up. That's the thing I was saying it too on Saturday. Thing I think I'm like, he's not setting anything up. He's just throwing hooks. He's just throwing them out there. He's trying to land an uppercut. And he's just winging him. He's not setting anything up. 
Yeah, he but, was just he was just brawling. Yep. And Stipe's like, nah, not today. No, not gonna brawl. <laughs> we'll just uh I'll just, you know, try to take you down. I mean he's st- good on Francis, he stopped eight takedowns. The beginning ones, right? Yeah, he yeah. stopped a bunch in the beginning. Yeah, he stopped a bunch in the beginning and then Stipe figured out what to do to get him down and just kept taking him down. And he got tired as fuck. I think a lot of those were draining the arms too. Yeah, I think he, those are just going to drain the arms. If I can get a takedown, I'll get it. But I'm I'm complacent. We're kind of getting your arms a little bit tired. You're gonna swing for the fences, takedown. You're gonna fucking stuff it. Boom! Your arms are gonna fucking ah, more blood into them. Well, yeah, get them a bit more fatigued. Get into clinch positions and yeah. trying to pummel and stuff up against the fence. Pummeling will fucking burn your arms out. Yeah, good win for Stipe. I said he was going to do it. I'm glad he did it. Wouldn't have been shocked if Ingano did it, but Stipe silenced the hype. So I said, "Don't, don't, don't fucking sleep on me." Mm-hmm. Dana White, fuck you, pay me. Respect my authority. <laughs> <laughs> All he wants is his money. Yeah, just pay the man. Just pay the man. He's gotta go save people. Uh didn't take much or very long, really, for Daniel Cormier. Yeah, see what's funny is I bought into the Francis uh hype, but I didn't buy into the Ozdemir hype. I would... and uh not 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 talking shit about Ozemir, just that in this fight I, I knew Daniel was gonna win. Yeah. In the in the main event I, I was kind of iffy about it a lot more. I stopped sleeping on Ozdemir, I think, after the last fight. Like Blake yeah. kept I'm telling me. I'm not sleeping me. on him, but No, no, just, no. I I I'm exactly with you on what you're saying about in this fight. I, I believed that the guy can fight, but I didn't think his style he was gonna be able to knock out Daniel Cormier. And once Daniel took him to the ground, he was going to get put to school. Yeah. And that, literally, that's what happened. And that's no disrespect to Vulcan Ozdemir. He's, he's a good fighter. He's got good hands. But Well, to be, to be honest, that first half of the first round was kind of scary. He was landing some heavy shots. And uh, DC was kind of leaning to the same side that John Jones was kicking him at. So if he kept doing that and Ozdemir kind of timed an uppercut or one of those shots that he just fucking put a little bit of weight into it, it could have been a, it could have been a little scary for Cormier but he adjusted that pretty quick and then uh halfway into the first round found out that hey you know what I'm better than this guy I'm going to land my strikes and I'm going to start working my takedowns and actually going for them and not just kind of threatening with them a little bit so as I say Daniel Cormier landed some good strikes I said that yeah. on Sunday you know he he stood in front of Volkan Ozdemir and landed some punches yeah, I think he kind of felt his power the first kind of first half of the round, and then he's like, nah, I think I got this. He's like, this guy doesn't hit any harder than Rumble. I could avoid some of his hits and land mine. Which is what, it's what I said, <laughs> what we were talking about on Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's what he likes to do. He likes to stand in front of you and let you hit him in the face and let him see. He wants to feel what you got. Sometimes it works to his advantage. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it gets him kicked in the face. 
<coughs> God damn. Now Daniel Cormier is once again the undisputed heavyweight champion. <coughs> yeah. Is it good for him? Isn't undisputed though. Um is I it, believe John Jones should be fighting at heavyweight, so yes. Isn't undisputed though. No, so should Daniel Cormier. He can yeah. barely make 205. He's killing himself making yeah. you're, 205. You're right. you're right. We need to get this weight fucking discrepancy thing. Because there should be a 225, and that's where he should be fighting at. And John Jones, he could put on so much more muscle. He doesn't have to. You gave me, you know. Yeah, let's not let's not encourage John to put on more muscle, okay? Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> let's Let's not. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. Well, to me, he is because, look, a lot of people take steroids. A lot of people in this sport have been caught taking steroids. But guess what? Jones got caught. He disqualified himself. He's out of competition for right now, and he should be out of the discussion. So if he's out of the discussion, Daniel Cormier is a champion. Fair enough. I respect him. That, that's how I take it. You he's, don't have to take he's it. He's like champ. That, but, yeah. He is the champ. I may talk shit, but he is the mm-hmm. champ, mm-hmm. and he's beat everybody not named John Jones. So, yeah, because I, I could say all this, and then John Jones would be like, "Hey, they exempted me," and then he'll come back tomorrow. Good dude, just you know, take him out again. Yeah, and guess what? He disputed it, and he came and he, <laughs> he disputed he, it. Daddy came home to get his belt. Yeah, whoop that ass. But for again. right now, we don't even know how. Like it could be four years that John won't be back. Yep. You know, if there's even a sliver of hope, all hey. this I put John Jones behind hey. me is gone, and Daniel Bro, starts going. What happens if uh, Daniel was like, you know what? I'm gonna submit my legacy. I'm moving up to fight Stipe, and he winds up winning. He said he's not gonna do it. I know, but what if they pay him enough? They're like, hey, dude, you got one last fight with the UFC. How about we fucking. We fucking give you the b- b- bank, and they fucking just pay him. But you're gonna have to pay Stepe too. Yeah, well, I, dude, I'd pay a hundred bucks to see that fight. But then you're gonna you're gonna risk Daniel winning, getting your belt, and retiring. Yeah. You, yeah, that too. You gonna let him take a George St. Pierre? They don't, the company doesn't like that, but you know, no Daniel. Would. I don't know. I don't think he wants to go back up. No, no. I think his I think body he... would like it, so he wouldn't have to cut so much weight. But those guys are fucking animals, and Ghana would rip his head off. Yeah, not right now. Not right now. If Daniel could take him down, for sure he would dominate there. But I think Daniel would throw him around. Just be like, whatever, boof, get out of here, high crotch. Maybe. I think Daniel has better wrestling than Miocic. Oh, Miocic? I thought you were talking about Nganu. I mean, no, he... but like I, I think he would come in and. Oh yeah, Nganu. he definitely has more better wrestling than than. Yeah, but I that's don't. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can take a shot like Miocic mm-hmm. can. That's what I mean. You might be right, just because Miocic has such a big fucking head. Right, he's got that gigantic dome. Yeah, dude. How, like, what size hat does he use? 
like I'm looking at these fucking pictures, and you can kind of see everybody else's shoulders, and they can't even fit Stipe's full head in there. Nope, it's just, just, just... it's like cuts off at the bottom of his chin, yeah. <laughs> and then like uh, just above his forehead. You got a big old fucking head. <laughs> Like, you get all of, like, Engano's head and his fucking traps and shit. <laughs> That's how he was able to take those shots, dude. That's why he didn't go out. But right. you, you might be right. Cormier's head isn't that big. He might take one of those hits and dude. Well, hold up. Well, the first death in MMA because Engano ripped his head off. Mm. I want to see him in action again. Like I said, I'm not down on Engano. Because Daniel will fucking... He'll do that thing that he does where he starts to test your power. Let's see what you're made of. Like, Stipe really didn't do that shit. Daniel will stand in there and let him hit him a couple of times. And he'll get slapped. But if he takes him down, yeah, it's over. Fucked with. But I don't see it happening. And, uh, I mean, it's definitely not over for, for Ozdemir. Oh no, he he. I, we just need to pair him up with someone else in that yep. in that division. He's got some opponents he could go against. Give him. The, take a quick look at the rankings. Let's see, light heavyweight, light heavyweight. Give him the Manoa. He goes to mirror. Manoa again. Give him it was man- pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty quick. Uh, Glover, but Glover kind of wants. Uh, Glover wants uh, DC, and DC kind of promised him that fight. They might go with Hua if Hua ever decides to come back. I don't know if he's still injured. But uh, I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Hua, uh, Manoa. Glover's okay. not getting the shot before Gustafson. No. But Gustafson's shoulder's fucked up. So you could do Vulcan and then Glover. Yeah, I think that I think that's going to be the match you're going to have to make. Probably, unless you want a rematch, because Manoa... OSP shirking off. Oh hey, all guys he beat. <laughs> yeah. Unless we have someone out of nowhere that's gonna fucking come up in the next couple of months. Cause Latifi's fight fell through with uh Sapru. Yes. I forgot who he was fighting, but that one fell through. He was injured. Yeah, I think it was St. Prue. Yeah, Latifi yeah, got hurt. But Pat Cummins has had a lot of losses. So I don't want to see Pat Cummins get beat up no. by Vulcan Azdemir. Yeah. Jan Blahovic. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to start looking at some rematches. Wait, was it, it was, I think it was, was it Blahovic that Latifi was supposed to fight? No, I don't know. No, Blahovich just fought, didn't he? Not too long ago. Volante uh, rounds out the top 15. I fought back in March, actually. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, gonna, what they can do at light heavyweight right now. Well, I don't know either. Both heavyweight and light heavyweight are kind of a mess. Yeah, because even with Jones coming back, you still have Jones on top and DC number two and everyone else. Right. When it's not a very deep division. Nope. 
I mean, Shogun's a hundred years old. <laughs> Glover's a hundred years old. Gustafson looks a hundred years old. Um, Pat Cummins has just got an awesome mustache and can take a fucking beating. Yeah. John Volante is not really a threat to anybody past Tyson Pedro. I mean, let's be real. Yeah, no, you're right. John's an okay fighter, but when he gets up against you know, even decent wrestlers with some counter-striking skills, and if it goes to the ground... To me, it's almost like he's missing a gear. Like, he he has the skills, but it's just he can never... Put it all together. Yeah, never put it all together and, you know, put it put the combo together that leads to the knockout, that leads to the choke, or, you know, something like that. But it's just... Because he doesn't have the outstanding power. He doesn't have the outstanding fucking ground game. He's just really, and it's not even really. He's just good at everything, but he does. And like I said, like you said, he's maybe he's not putting it all together right. He's missing a gear. I don't know for me. No, I agree with that. Just he always looks like he's just coming up short in something. Mm-hmm. And they and he does against better fighters. But I mean, he got he got lucky. That he was slightly better than Francisco or Francisco Mar Barrasso. Dead even in the strikes, though. I didn't realize that. Damn. That even? Yeah. According to this, 74, 74. <clears throat> yeah. 74 of 209 to 74 of 128. So actually, Barrasso had a better stri- uh, striking percentage. It's probably just a forward pressure by Volante. Yeah. He was just pressuring him forward and walking him down. That's something the UFC stats don't really. Don't yeah, don't really portray unless you saw the fight, right? Right. Yeah, if you looked at this fight, the scorecard would uh would make more sense. That one judge that what the fuck did he score it? Thirty twenty seven? Yeah, but in favor, favor of, of uh, uh Barrasso. Yeah. And uh even Volante was like, What the fuck? Volante thought he was gonna lose the fight. You could see it in his eyes. Yeah, he's like, Get the hell out of here, they're gonna give it to this guy? But he pulled it did, out. Oh, we skipped. We, uh, yeah, we, we skipped over. Well, yeah, uh, we were already talking about Volante, so yeah. I just, I mm-hmm. just went with it. But, uh, uh, dude, wow. Cater, Catter, Kelvin Cater, yeah. Whew. Versus Shane Burgos. Yeah, and Burgos was winning the fight. Yeah, he he was out striking him, but they were going back and forth. It's not like Cater was out of it. No, it was close. Like, I mean, yeah. he was only out striking him ninety-one to eighty-six. Yeah, and, and and to be honest, I think Cater was probably winning the fight. 
I think uh, if I remember right, he was landing the better of the strikes. I don't know to me, and he wound up knocking out Burgos. Yeah, I was. You, the reaction that you guys had was exactly the same as what it was like at my house. We all just fucking yelled when he clipped him and put him down. Dude, yeah, because he first he landed the first uppercut and it hurt Burgos, and he put his head down and kind of retreated back as he put his head down. But Catter's like, fuck that. I'm not stopping, dude. Here's another one. Boom, number two. Right up the pipe. Got him with the second one. Slept. And that one put him straight out. Slept. Yeah, slept him. Night, night. I had Burgos, but I was wrong. I don't remember who I picked. I don't remember either. I think I picked Qatar or Cater, but I'm not sure. To go back and listen. I know I didn't have Rob Font. No, I don't think anyone had Rob Font. <laughs> no, we didn't. We, I, I couldn't believe it. He had a he had a really good performance against Almeida. Yeah, Rob Font looked really good. I don't know what's up with Almeida. I thought he might have recovered from the 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 losses, and I think he might have. I don't know. Maybe we just haven't seen that much of Font, and Font, you know. Just picked it up this fight and showed us what he had, what he had in his arsenal. Yeah, he showed it all right. It was a big win for him. He needed that statement win. And what's funny is with the the leg kick. Yeah, I a hundred percent thought Almeida was gonna fucking. Start destroying him with the leg kicks, and then eventually maybe land a leg, uh, head kick and knock him out. But no, it was the other way around. Font fucking just outstruck him. I think he was landing more punches, though, instead of the leg kicks. Yeah. And then eventually landed the head kick, which was what fucking got Almeida and eventually put him out. Almeida just fourth. looked he looked off. He didn't look like himself. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Who knows? But good for Font for capitalizing on it. Yeah. Kyle Boschniak picked up the win over Brandon Davis. Uh, I didn't. I was. Uh, I had this fight on in the background while I was trying to finish cooking, so I didn't really watch it very close. But I was listening to it. Yeah, it, it, Brandon Davis just really wasn't doing a lot, and Kyle Boschniak, to me, was just trying to get the the rounds. Yeah, going for takedowns. Yeah, and not saying that it it wasn't a smart idea because he won, but Brandon Davis was like asking for it, and sometimes I'm like, come on, dude, you, you know, you can't just stand there and be like, come on, come at me. You kind of have to initiate some of it too, even if he's running. I guess you know, try for a takedown, try to stop him from moving. But you know, Bochniak just seemed to want to to take the rounds instead of finishing it or trying to go for a finish. Yeah, like I said, I I didn't really wasn't really paying close attention to it, and I could just hear it, but it didn't sound like a very interesting fight. Not too much. Botchnack was just working the outside, working the strikes, and uh, Brandon Davis was like, "Come on, let's go." But nope, Botchnack was you know keeping his composure, controlling the fight, landing his strikes, and frustrating Brandon Davis, the hometown boy, Kyle Botchnack. 
Isn't he? He's a Lozon MMA, I believe they said. I think so. Yeah. God damn, Abdul Razak Al Hassan made a fucking statement. This is the rebook match. Yeah. <laughs> between him and Sabam uh, Hamasi. Yep. No questions now. Mm-mm. Nope. First round uh, knockout. <laughs> First round dead. Yeah. So there was a takedown by Hamasi. They got stood up, and then kind of a little bit after that, Abdul just uh, sent him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, sir. Was it an uppercut as well? I believe so. I didn't rewatch this fight. I just remember seeing it. I didn't. There re- wasn't a lot to rewatch anyway. It was only like a minute 12. No, I didn't rewatch the prelims either. I was going to, and then Game of Thrones. <laughs> then Game of Thrones. Dude, there was so much MMA this weekend, and there was uh, Earl Spence. If you guys missed that, I saw Earl. I checked out Earl Spence versus uh, Lamont Peterson. I heard you talking about that. Yeah, they threw in the towel for Lamont yeah. in seven. He was just taking a beating. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about that too, the podcast. F H P. Full heel podcast. Most fight companions, yeah. man. You guys, yeah, do no, it? we have fun. Yeah, yeah so you guys have fun. Do a good job. Thanks, brother. Yeah, but Al Hassan just uh, left no questions about about it. Nope. Knocked him out. Nobody can say anything about this fight. There is no controversy. Solved. Over. Um, Dustin Ortiz picked up the decision win over Alexandre Pantoja. <laughs> What's funny is I thought this was exactly what was going to happen. I thought Pantoja was going to try to work his jits at first. It was going to be unsuccessful because Ortiz is a wrestling-heavy guy. Yeah. And and it just that's what he did. He just wrestled them. Held him down, and uh, Pantoja just couldn't get anything out. He just kept – he was in danger a little bit in the first, but after that it was like, nope, I know what you're doing. I'm not falling for it. Yeah, I got your game figured out. Yeah, Dustin Ortiz made it a Dustin Ortiz fight. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh Julio Arce picked up the decision win over Dan Ige. I was wrong. I thought Ige was going to implement his wrestling on Julio. I got one takedown. Yeah, but Julio was able just to fucking beat the crap out of him standing up the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. 87 strikes. Yeah. 36. Mm-hmm. Um, both contender series, guys. They both came off the contender series. Yeah. And none of the contenders. Well, I, I mean, Arce because he fought another contender series guys. But out of the four, only one, one winner. Matt Bassett was defeated by Enrique Barzola. Five takedowns. Seven. Another. We had a fucking contender series guy versus a. Experienced fighter. Yeah, experienced fighter. Very experienced fighter. Uh-huh. And we had Bassetti coming off a loss from the Contender Series. Right. I think I had Barzola going in. I think I picked Barzola going in, too. No, uh, it was short work. and a short night for Gleison Tebow. 
as uh, Islam Makal. Oh, Jesus Christ, I hate these Russian names. Makachev? Makachev, thank you. That one's a little bit easier than, than all the other ones. Some of them, but you know that that fucking H. Yeah, that H thrown in there. Is it silent? Why is it, why is it, why is it there? Well, it's because I, I deal with it all. Chidez, C-H-A-I-D-E-Z. Mm. Chidez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> people, people are always like, Chidez. Chiodes, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. Dude, they fuck up my last name all the time, too. Shanahan? Yeah. Constant. It's pretty easy. You would think so. Yeah. You would think so. <laughs> nope. What? What is it? What do they get? I've had so many. Um... Dude, I get Chavez so much, and I'm like, there's no B in my name. <laughs> there's no B in that bitch. <laughs> Well, you guys are taking out letters and adding shit. Just crazy pronunciations of Shanahan, Shananad, shit, shit. Are they singing to you really, Shananad? Dude, when when like we used to get telemarketers calling all the time, it used to be hilarious. Just the different when how bad they would fuck up, and depending on my mood, I would fuck with them. And if they said the wrong last name, I'd be like, nope, wrong number. <laughs> Not today. You're not getting the good guy today. Not, not today. <laughs> One time, it was terrible. But I was like, I was, I was 18. I just graduated. And it was like the summer after I graduated. And I was partying all the time and shit. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, I got woke up at like 8 in the morning in the summer by a telemarketer. And I told them that my parents had died in a plane crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd they say? Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. Now. I'm so sorry. I hung up. I was like, thanks for bringing it up, asshole. I had to talk with them on the phone today. But uh, it was pretty good. We got everything resolved. Oh, Comcast? Yeah. Yeah. Comcast. Assholes. Um, you want to talk Bellator a little bit? Sure. Chell Sonnen shocks the world. Yeah, it was shocked me, dude. I thought Rampage was going to go in there. I thought Rampage but, was going to tear him up. Yeah, but seeing how Rampage was all fat and shit, I should have expected it. He just went in super heavy and kind of seemed like he didn't really care. I thought the weight was going to be a factor for Chael. Like, it was going to be mm-hmm. a factor against him. He's so much smaller yeah. than everybody. And what's crazy is Chael kind of uh, st- stood with him the first round. Chael's got and hands. He, yeah, and gave him the opportunity to get hit. Or, or to hit him. Uh, Chael was smart about it, though. He bounced around the outside, picked his shots, picked his opportunities to come in, and avoided Rampage's big shots, and then took him down when he had to to get the point. Yep. <coughs> he, he fought a super smart fight. He gets the winner of Mir and Fedor, doesn't he? Fedor, yeah, yeah. Lord of mercy. Brother Mercy. <laughs> he better pray he gets Fedor. Cause I don't I don't like his chances against Frank Mir. Frank Mir is no. so fucking long. I talked about this with Ryan. Like, think about how tall Chael is and how tall Frank fucking Mir is. Dude, and and how... Frank has got serious boxing, powerful boxing. That too. Frank's got Real boxing, but 
just on the ground alone, because we know Chael is going to try to take it to the ground. Oh, if you go to the ground, he's going to break Chael's arm. His guard, his guard is already ridiculously good, but then you add in the fact that he's got so much length just in his legs to keep you Chael's at. Guy. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that would... he he better pray for Fedor. I'm I'm rooting for Fedor just because I'm a Fedor fan. I'm definitely rooting for Fedor. I like Frank sometimes. I hated him for a while. I liked him when he broke Tim Sylvia's arm, though. Snap. I didn't like him so much when he broke uh, Minotaro, though. Oh, dude, that was so sick. Was so brutal. I like transition, what? transition, the sweep, the sweep, and then good dupe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Snapped it. Yeah. It was just like Minotaur was just like break it, pussy. Yeah, it's like if I die, I die. <laughs> it's like Henzo, man. Yep. Wouldn't tap to Sakuraba. It's that old fucking school. Gracie's don't tap, bro. That's right. Except to strikes. Got real silent. I was just taking a hit. Sorry. Oh no! I just said to accept the strikes, and then you got really quiet. <laughs> Why is it showing? Why can't I bring up the fucking card? Bellator. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Rory. What about Rory's leg? Jesus Dude, Christ! Yeah. Oh my God! That hematoma on the side of his leg, just from the leg kicks. I just watched that fight, too. I don't know if you went back and watched that fight, but I went back and I watched it. Just because I didn't see it, I was watching the... I, I stuck to the to the UFC, and I checked out Earl Spence during the UFC. But then today I went back and checked out the Rampage one. It didn't take me long to check out the Aaron Pico one, and then I checked out... Uh, Dude. Lima versus that Rory. liver shot. Holy shit. Oh, by fucking Aaron Pico, yeah. I take Two back liver shots, dude. I take back Two what I said shots. about Aaron Pico. I take back all the shit I said after he fucking got beat in his debut. He was fighting a big guy with experience. Yeah, in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. I still don't think he should have been on the pay per view though. Mm-hmm. I still think. Yeah. James, I still think James Gallagher should have been on that pay per view. You're right. You're hundred percent right. Yeah, no, but I had it. I had it one, in, or I had a two-two going into the into the fifth round for Liam and McDonald. It was pretty close. But to be honest, I think if uh, McDonald would have st- stood up the whole time with him, he would have gotten beat. He just he he had to eventually he had to take him down and keep him on the floor because of the leg kicks. He couldn't stand that anymore. He actually had to get carried out of the arena. Yeah, his leg was fucked. And. Uh, Lima didn't seem like he was that fucked up. He he was cut open, but that's because in the fifth round, Rory took him down, held him down, and was landing some elbows that uh, prevented the ref from standing him back up, which would have been devastating if they would have been stood back up. That leg looked like it was done. Yeah. Yeah, well... Now Rory's the champ. He finally got that gold. Yep. He's a world champion. What do you think about that? Good Is for that him. Is that a legit title? 
What's that? Is that a legit title? Is that like in boxing now? Or are we going to count it as the same in boxing? Like, boxing has WBO, WBA, IBF, and it's because it's all different organizations. I mean, we've always all... had the UFC Pride, yeah, the UFC Strike Force. Mm-hmm. Bellator is le- yeah. Bellator we, we is legitimate, but but they've at the same time that they do a lot of weird joke fights and bullshit. Mm-hmm. They have also legitimized themselves with a lot of yeah, quality I, fighters. I guess that's what I, I'm trying to ask: is are is Bellator legit? Like yeah. with their additions of fighters and their some of their champions now, and now with this heavyweight tournament that's going to determine their heavyweight champion, their 185 pound champion being not that bad, and then we have Chandler that was champion but didn't get his rematch because of a weird fucking leg kick. Um, they have. They have some pretty good fighters, and they've Patrick taken and Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. They've taken some UFC fighters too. So, yeah, they're no. they're pretty legit. They're building their divisions pretty well and pretty fast. Yeah, and I mean they've had champions that have come over to the UFC and struggled. Yeah, but yep. they've also got guys that I think can do well in the UFC. Look at Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez became champion. Eddie Alvarez. Did well. I mean, Will Brooks has had a really rough go of it. Yeah, Will Brooks has had a pretty. Well, Will Brooks, I think a lot of it is mental. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I mean. That's kind of what Dean Thomas has been has said too. But Will's kind of got like David Loazzo syndrome, where it's it's in his head and he just can't get out of it when he gets in a fight. Hopefully, he can go to a sports psychologist and figure it out. Because Will Brooks yeah. is a talented fighter. Yeah, he's he's really good. But he's just come up short a lot. But I think, you know, like Douglas Lima is a really good fighter. Yeah, he was very impressive. If you guys don't know who Douglas Lima is and you know who Rory McDonald is, <laughs> go check this fight out. I had it go. I had it, like I said, two and two going into the fifth round. And Douglas Lima was the more vicious, the more physical fighter. It's just Rory was the smarter guy. He was landing his strikes, you know, he did land his he did have his good exchanges, but he knew when to take him down and when to keep him on the floor and when to hold him against the cage and stuff like that and how to stuff his offense more say. It was more deep more it was more offense defense and Lima was more defense orientated in my opinion. And it was working for Lima. It's just Rory's like fuck this. I'm not going to keep taking this shit. And you can see his leg. Check out check out the pictures of his leg. Yeah. That shit's disgusting. He got carried out. Happens. See your eye of favor. Yeah. There's a lot of other guys that have been carried out too. Like kicks ain't no ho. <laughs> let's uh let's get into a couple news stories and then we'll uh we'll wrap her up. Boom. Uh, Daniel Cormier actually has set a date for his retirement, and he said uh, on uh, MMA Hour the other day that by March 20th, 2019, he will be done fighting. It It's really sad just because I don't think people are going to appreciate it until he's gone and they actually look back upon it just because we're in the midst of it all right now, and it's kind of... John Jones, DC, and it's the drama and people liking more John Jones. And we're, 
we're going to miss what DC was, man. He won the, the heavyweight Grand Prix as an alternate coming from being an Olympian and going through the trials that he had to go through that to coming to dropping down to 205 to only losing to who is possibly the greatest mixed martial artist of all time as of right now. Steroid use, you know, you, you could say it's steroid, but like steroids don't give him the skills that he has, and he obviously has great martial arts skills. Steroids don't teach you how to choke people. They don't teach you how to throw those kicks that he throws. They get you stronger, they give you better conditioning, and they do make you heal faster. But they're not giving him the skills that he has in Muay Thai, boxing, all that shit. Right. Yeah. But... We we're not like we're talking about DC though. I got a little sidetracked, but you know, those are his only two losses, are to John, John Jones. Jones. Yeah, and we're gonna miss this guy, man. He he he's a badass dude, and he's just a nice guy. It's just he's not out there. He's not a flashy guy that's gonna talk a lot of shit unless he hates you. Unless you're John Jones or Rumble yeah. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And that's because Rumble Johnson started talking shit to him. Right. No, it, it was it was you know trying to build the fight, whatever. And and I've always liked DC, even from the Grand Prix, because I remember confusing people and asking them like, "Hey, are you guys gonna watch the what is it, the Strike Force Heavyweight Grand Prix?" And they're like, "What?" And I'm like, "Oh, you guys aren't fighting fans." But yeah, I've I've been watching. I'm not gonna say I was a fan from day one because you know you have to watch people's fights to become fans of them. But I saw him enter the the, the Grand Prix, and from there. As I an alternate. Progress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I became a fan of him over time. Probably even after that fight where he fucking knocked out uh, uh, Bigfoot. I I, uh, I liked DC a little bit. You know, I, I, I knew of him from watching him in college and when I heard he was fighting in Strike Force and stuff. I caught it after the fact. But... Um, what he did to Dan Henderson, <laughs> I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand for it. I was like, "Fuck this dude! You don't do that to Dan Henderson. Fuck this dude." <laughs> I thought him and Dan Henderson were cool, and he right? just, and then just, he just ragdolled him. But I think that's because they were friends, and he's like, "You know what? We're gonna come in because he could have just beat the fuck out of him, you know, standing like he does with other people." But he went in there kind of like to be tripping him up, throwing him around. It, it, don't do that to Dan. Yeah, no, like that. Was, it was super impressive what he did, but to do it to Dan is kind of like, come on, he's a legend, right? Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, Joanna, you yeah, Joanna's coming in as the favorite for her rematch with Rose. Rose was on uh, JRE today. I'm gonna definitely check that out at work tomorrow. How nice! I gotta get those episodes downloaded. Uh. Yuana's a minus 211, while Thug is a plus 192. We might get a good trilogy out of that. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens at 223. Let's go. Isn't that what Jamie said? <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Shout outs to Jamie. Um. Mighty Moss is saying that he wants to do an international fight week fight with TJ in July. Yeah. So, and to coincide with that, 
Chris Cyborg has said that she has agreed to fight Amanda Nunes at UFC 226 on July 7th during International Fight Week. Super card? I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm down for that too. Who else is she going to fight? She just wants to f- she just wants to fight this contract out so she can go over to Bellator. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> fighting the legit. Actually, she was saying that they're building her that division there. Why not? Yeah, they have a le- they have a legit 145. Yeah, she wants to go over there so she can actually continue her legacy and not just retire from MMA or from UFC and then there's no 145 there and that's it. That's the death of it. You better get some work done on that. They haven't even done it. They they don't even make rankings for it, so they're not even trying. They don't care. Fuck it. Let it go. That's why she hasn't fought any legit 145ers. It's all been 135-pounders that come in and go up. Uh, Last story, Dustin Poirier and Justin Cagey is confirmed an official for UFC on Fox 29 main event. Gonna be a fun fight. Did you want to see Gaethje and Poirier? Or did you want to see Poirier versus Alvarez? I want to see them run it back for some reason. I'm good with either one. Let them. I mean, they yeah, can, it's gonna be a good fight. They I don't can, know why I'm complaining. They can still You're do right. it after the two You're of them fight. If he beats Gaethje, then he can fight Alvarez. If, You're right. You're right. And if Alvarez or if Gaethje wins, then we can get an Alvarez Gaethje too. You're right. Uh, Carlos Carlos Condit and Matt Brown are also expected to be on that card. Yeah. Hopefully they're retirement fights. <laughs> yep, hopefully. Both of those. Both of those. Both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Let's get up out of here. You got anything you want to close with? Final thoughts, um, plugs, all that good shit. Let me think real quick. Uh, why do I always drop blanks, dude? I always think of stuff at work, and then I can just never. <laughs> it's okay. I always put you on the spot, but I don't really expect anything because <laughs> I never. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> nothing. Because how can how can I have an ex- expectation for you? Of something that I barely ever do. <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, it just started when there was three of us, so I kept it going. Yeah, I guess I'm just a little bit frustrated at work, but don't don't settle. Don't settle for what you don't think. Uh, if you don't think they're paying you enough, don't settle for what you're not worth. There you go. Look at this, Raphael, leaving some inspiration. Drive. Yeah. You you actually were bringing it up the other day, remember? Fuck that fucking show for pay or what was it? Oh, pay for play or yeah, yeah pay, pay to play. Play bullshit. Yeah, no, fuck, fuck that, that shit. shit. You pay me what I'm fucking worth, dude. Yeah, man. Don't be fucking dicking me around, and don't settle for that. Don't settle for that. Speak up. Talk to talk to him. Let him know what you're feeling. Don't be disrespectful, but just let him know. Yeah. And more more times out of none, if you come at him confidently and be like, look. I'm being disrespected here, and I don't like this shit. Need something to be done that gets rectified. Yep. Fuck them. 
<laughs> we'll leave it at that. Uh, check out Four Hill Podcast. Re- we talk about wrestling, brother. And uh, yeah, that's about it. You got Rumble coming up on Sunday, right? Yeah, we're going to check out the Rumble. So I need to do a breakdown for that this week. What's going on with that? And uh, check me out every Saturday doing Fight Companions or whenever there's fights, I'm doing Fight Companions. Me and my buddies hanging out, yeah. smoking, talking shit. The crew. Yeah. Eating breaded steak pizzas. Yeah. Well, might have to get one soon. Dude, we got to get one when I come down. Yeah. We got to get the. We just realized that, or not really, we just found out the tickets are, or they've set a date. They set a date for the fight. Yeah. Tickets go on sale like tomorrow or something, right? But like pre sale. Pre sales tomorrow, yeah. On Wednesday, and then they go on sale to the, the public on. Friday. So we can figure out prices so I can hit up these guys. These guys were down to go. So Yeah. You can get a good group going. That's right. Join the right you can all write Fedor or like F E kind of chest. <laughs> there you go. I like it. <laughs> Alright, that's gonna wrap it up for tonight. For Raphael, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys on Thursday for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA show. The baddest of them all If you think about money Then I don't mess with y'all Y'all think I don't get girls Cause I ain't very tall If she see my stacks I bet you that she calls I have 400 cars I have 400 scars And 400 guitars I have 400 houses